got jewelry, we slide, and you gon' get robbed for your life. Look, I really came outside with 50,000 in my pocket tonight. Another 100,000 ice. And this shit was not Now they calling me handsome. Kidnap that nigga in court for the ransom. Two steps and I am not with the dance. Only live money, so I'm taking these chances. I'm gonna do all that I gotta do. Go back to my hood, they kidnap me. Yo, what's up, man? Hey, thanks for showing up tonight. It's your boy, Joe. And uh, I just wanted to step into our first official podcast of 2020 here on Joke Daddy Productions. Um, We got a very special uh, treat for y'all for your first time. Uh, I decided that I wanted to stay a little local. I wanted to stick with a homie. I wanted to do something real special. I just wanted to talk about the town, you know? just wanted to talk about Seattle, where I'm from, what it's about. So I thought, why not hit up an, a local cat who grew up in the same hood that I grew up, but on the flip, on the flip side of the coin, you know? So we're going to talk about what it was like growing up in South Seattle, South King County, SeaTac, uh, Burien, Des Moines, Tequila, you know, just running the town. And uh, we're going to have a good time. We're going to reminisce. We're going to talk about the Seattle that used to be, uh, the state of Seattle where it's at right now, uh, and where we see Seattle going in the future. So uh, stay tuned because it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it's my homeboy, Justin Sims. So it's going to be a real good time. It's kind of easy when you listen to the G-Dub sound. Pioneer speakers bumping as I smoke on the pan. I got the sound from your ass and it's easy to see. Don't miss DJ, you know I'm a G. Can I get him where I'm getting? Sit, listen. Yo, welcome, welcome. This is Joe, and you have just found Joke Daddy Presents The Joe Show. I, um... Uh, Man, this feels this feels a little awkward. I got I got to I got to keep it real with the people out there because um, that's what we do here uh, at Joke Daddy Productions. We just keep it real, and uh, I haven't done a podcast in a really long time, so this feels a little awkward. But we're just gonna dive right in because that's kind of what life is all about, right? I don't want to grow up and be old and be like, I wish I could have. Man, I should have. You know, it's it's one of those things that like, hey, I did this. Hey, I did that. So so with that sort of energy, I'm just going to jump right in and I'm going to say welcome. Welcome to the um, the first official episode back uh, with the Joe show. Uh, We got something real special for you all right now. As I already told you, we're going to keep it local. We're going to keep that flavor. We're going to keep some energy up in this room tonight. And uh, we're going to have a really good time because I got a special guest. And uh, and, and so I'm super excited, super excited. We're just going to jump right in. My guest is the one and only um, the South Sound Bomber. I don't know if he actually has, like, nicknames or anything. Um, He's the high-flying, iron-working, rigging, uh, Billy Goat-looking with this fucking (laughs) – he's got this beard. Thing. It's just one day, one day. I'll take a picture. We'll post it on Instagram or something. So you, you, we'll put it on Twitter so people can see it. But 
He looks like a Billy guy. Anyways, the one, the only, the illustrious Justin Sims. Justin, welcome to the show. What's up, bro? Ah, what's up, bro? He says he grabs <laughs> his hat, pulls it low. Shoot, how you doing, man? Good, man. Good. Excited to be here. I love how you uh, started off talking about how the biggest regrets in life are the chances we don't take. That's what I be trying to stress to to everybody, but especially the youth. That's right. No, man, I, I really, I, I truly believe that, man. Like, I grew up, I grew up afraid to do things, and um, because something bad could happen. And I think living a life of fear is not living a life at all, or it's not a life worth living. Yeah, so I can dig it. I did the same thing, but you, you face fear a lot, don't you? At your job. Yeah. What do you do? You're an iron worker? Yep. And uh, So what, you build um, Seattle right now? Right now I'm building, uh, a, yeah, a big project in Seattle, you know, because of certain things. We can't talk about exact locations. Oh, oh. But, uh, oh. Uh, you know, uh, we can say that we're, you know, we're always building Seattle, uh and the rest of the state, you know, okay. I'm a part of an international union, so we're building America. Okay, you know, uh, oh, he's a union man. Yes, yeah, union man. Local That's cool. Local eighty six. Local eighty six. Okay, you know, uh, okay. I recently, I recently became a union man. Uh, actually, today is my one year anniversary. All right, brother. Thank congratulations. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, it's um local. Uh, 302. That's right. Three, 302. Um, operating engineers. You know, we we keep things moving. Yeah. yeah. We, work, we work hand in hand, bro. We do. We do. I think we put up a lot of your... Um, All the operators that run the cranes. Yeah, bro. the cranes. Yeah. The man lifts that bring everybody. They're a huge part of it. You know what I mean? It's a, Yeah. It, it's all, it's all a, a group effort. I wish I could say I did something that cool, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and you know that too. You but just it's play it a lot. It's an important part, though. What you do is an important part too. Every job is important. Every job is important because every every job is creating something <laughs> or or producing something, That's especially right. when you're doing labor. You That's know right. what I mean? Labor is the ultimate driving force. So, for those of you who don't know, since the last time you may have listened, I was doing pest control and lift driving, but um, in the uh, in December of 2019, I got hired on at a new job uh, as an engineer of a building working uh, for a major medical facility in Seattle, Washington. Mm -hmm. So joined the union, started making some really good moves, starting to get a lot of good education, uh, start turning some wrenches, working on all sorts of mechanical crap. That I had no rights working on whatsoever. Pennies, retirement. <laughs> but I got pennies. I got the retirements, bro. I got things are setting up for the future. And I think, I think that's one thing that guys like you and me, I think, aren't used to. And we weren't told or taught to plan for the future. No, but being through what we've been through... We know how important it is, and that's why we've made the moves that we've made, and yeah. and unfortunately ended up in certain situations. But you know, ultimately, that's what that's why you know I stay you know doing iron because there's 
there's nothing else that's better to do right now, you know, I mean, <laughs> for me anyways, you know, and, and I was fortunate enough that I was, you know, got brought in, you know, I've been in it for a while, but I mean, yeah, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's how long it's, since 2004. Okay. So, okay. So through the boom. Yeah. Through the boom. And, and the boom is and, the boom still a boom. Uh, it, well, there's a new boom. <laughs> <laughs> is this nation? So like, Nationwide, the past, I I know our boom kind of fizzled about two years ago. Yeah, but like nationwide since then, are we still on the high end? Uh, well, or is there? I don't know necessarily nationwide. I know that our state has got a lot of work. Okay. Um, uh, we got a lot of work to do and a lot of work on the books, and you know what I mean. Uh, Upcoming. Yeah, but uh, and then we got a lot of work as as a state to do too, you know, obviously, you know, and that's the only thing that's going to keep those types of things going. But, uh, um, yeah, you know, it's, if you're a good worker, you'll always work. There you go. You know, that's right. And, and, and if, and if you're determined and if you've got something to look out for, something to protect, you'll always find a means for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just, you got to find it, you know, you can't be, can't be lazy. You know, you can't just, you know, wait for it to fall in your lap, you know. You got to go get it. Exactly. You know, you got to wait for, you know, opportunity doesn't knock twice as much as, you know, history repeats itself all the time, but opportunity only knocks once. And so, uh, you know, going back again to, you know, the biggest regrets are the chances you don't take. You exactly. Know? If, if an opportunity presents itself and it sounds good, you know, even if it sounds too good to be true. Have as, you? As, as long. Uh, uh, sorry. No, you're good. Uh, have you ever, like. Have you take like what's the biggest risk you ever took like for like a gamble like career wise right oh career wise yeah have you so, like yeah, have you been definitely. like have I, you been like I went from being an iron worker and so in two thousand eight when the economy crashed uh, okay I was working for a company and and I got laid off and uh, and uh, you know I was trying to get work out of the hall and and you know work was just really slow and so obviously I I don't know. Uh, I've always been a motivated individual, you know, and so, uh, you know, I, I went and did some, you know, Ill illegitimate uh, money making and then okay. uh, and, uh, and and, you know, just tried to make whatever kind of dollar I could, you know, just hustling. And then uh, I did. Uh, I think we've all been there. Yeah. And then I, I did eventually uh, uh, seek out work elsewhere and uh, I got into uh, aerospace, you know, and uh, really. Yeah. And uh but it was non-union aerospace. It was minimal pay, right? Okay. And, and I do remember uh, at one point in time, somebody saying, wait a minute, you were making how much as an iron worker? And I explained to him as a union iron worker, I had making, you know, a good, a good amount of money. And, uh, and then how much, how little I was making um, as a, uh, working aerospace and they're like wow I, I you know most people would never would never you know go work go to work for less than what they were making before i said well what if what they was making before wasn't available i said no uh, wasn't okay you know what i mean so it was like and opportunity so, that was yeah you know i seen there was no not enough work yeah so here's something that's at least steady yeah well and and to and and as a as, as a as a, i guess i should have said this earlier as a felon it's very difficult oh. to find work. All right. Not just anybody is going to hire you. You know what I mean? Because you chose to make a bill. 
not even chose to make a mistake because you made a mistake and was caught and reprimanded and paid your debt for it. You were stricken with a label that now makes you less of a person than the rest of society who may have made a mistake, but never got caught, you know, or, or, and then there's, you know, there's, of course there's people who, you know, didn't make those same mistakes. You know, Uh, I made some very, very bad mistakes. You know, I understand that and that they were wrong and, you know, I, I had to pay the consequences of my actions and I, and, and I'm, you know, and, and that, that, that's an interesting point because, and that, that's kind of where I was teasing in, in your intro and, and talking about like, we're from the same hood. Like we're, we grew up in the same situations and we grew up doing the same sort of hustles. And one of, one of us got caught and one of us didn't. And I was lucky and you were probably better suited for it than I was. You know, it was like one of those things where I was like an opportunist of, of, of a few situations where you had a straight up fucking OG hustle that I can respect. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, I had, I had, I had motivation. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't afraid to put myself out there. I wasn't afraid, you know what I mean? Like, and, and, and I guess some of that could, you could say could come from being, you know, white and being the white privileged kid. Okay. You know what I mean? I wasn't afraid to put myself out there. Yeah, yeah you know, and that's and, fair. You know, and 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 I didn't. I can't say that I consciously made that choice that way. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but uh, you know, I didn't. I didn't hang out with all the preppy jock, all the white kids that you know what I mean. There were some, you know, white kids that I hung out with, but most of the kids I hung out with were, you know, of of any other. Because uh, uh, you went to Mount Rainier, right? Yes. Yeah. So for those of you that may be local and may be listening, or if you want a better picture, so I was from like center of Burien and I went to Highline High School, home of the Pirates, Purple and Gold. You know, we fly that shit pretty proud. My boy over here. I am not proud of my high school. Bro. It's a Mount Rainier Ram. <laughs> I ain't proud Baby of Blue. Yeah. Baby blue little fluffy ram. He ain't proud. His school, his school is probably not much to be proud of back then. I don't know if it's still it. No, I'm just kidding. Mount Rainier's. I, I know I got a few listeners out there who are probably Rams. That's all right. But go, hey, go ahead. Be proud of your school. I'm be, not mad at you for that. I, they might be. I'm suckers. just saying. That I don't know. I, 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 I wasn't a school person. You know what I mean. <laughs> I was not about school. I was about doing anything else but being in school, and so. And you still became successful. Like you're still, you have forward trajectory, right? Yeah. You've got a trade. Yeah. You're not a dumb guy. No. Well, it's the hard impacts of life that create us to be the the chiseled pieces of artwork that we are. Oh, my but man's a philosopher. It, but at the same time, hey, I'm just saying that that's that's <laughs> perspective, right? And and so at the same time, it's it it's also perspective, yeah. right? Like, yeah, if you think your situation is crappy, you know, I'll, and you're all, you know, it's always going to be seen that way. Yeah. But if you change your outlook, you know what I mean, then you can change your your the way you approach things. And so, you know, and, and then, you know, there's a lot to say about, you know, certain people aren't comfortable putting themselves out there. Right. And so, and, you know, those circumstances, I don't, I don't know. Cause I'm one of those people, I will put myself out there. <laughs> I am not afraid, you know, it is what it is, you know, and, and 
I guess I can't say that I was always that way because there was a time in my life where I was very like worried about what everybody thought. And I thought the world was out to get me. And, and to be honest, you know what I mean? I I contemplated suicide on, on a couple of occasions during my life thinking that, you know, Oh, woe is me and that I had it the worst, you know? And, and fortunately enough, you know, whether through divine intervention, you know, or, or spiritual awakening or, or, you know, any kind of, 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 of um, impactful thing in my life, the passing of a, of a family member, something always seemed to bring me back to reality and, and put me in check to where I could humble myself. Okay. And I'm very grateful for that. I like that. You're very well self-aware. It's taken many years to become that way, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing that I, as a father, you're a father. Yes, sir. Proud of it. That's something that I wish I can just like instill in my children. Oh, yes. Just being self-aware. And I try to chisel, I'm trying to chisel it into my kids. And trust me, it don't work that way. It's, it's, it's easier thought than said or done. So uh, we're going we're gonna to take a quick break and we're going to come back. Um, so uh, you out there, um, stay Stay right there, because what else you got to do? You already started listening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. That was a good break. It was a little bathroom break, if I'm being honest. I got to be honest. You know, I had to pee. My boy had to pee. Yeah, much needed. Um, I peed on the fence, because I was like, I don't want to wait. So I just pissed that on was the fence. Me. Man can. I'm a landowner. You know, if I want to piss on my land, I can piss on my land. I just feel like when you pay property taxes, that's <laughs> right. I feel you. I don't pay property taxes, but it, I feel you. Honestly, I was just being respectful. Otherwise, I'll pee wherever the hell it's closest to. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm not afraid to pee anywhere. I have to pee in a porta potty every day. So trust me, ain't nowhere I won't pee. <laughs> That's how we potty trained the boys. Yeah. Was pee outside. Yeah. It was like, that's... Whip it get, out. Get them in the habit of peeing, which was good, but bad also, because then they're like, oh, I could just pee anywhere. And, oh, yeah. And I they did. So then we had to pull that back a little bit. Yeah. But um, So you got kids. I got kids. Yeah. How many kids do you have? Two. Boy and a girl. Boy to girl. I've got two boys, two girls. And uh, so I, I've got, I, that's why you got twice as many gray hairs as me. I, too, I do. <laughs> this is not a visual medium that we're broadcasting this on. And you just, you just had to blow the illusion. Before you said anything, the crowd was like, yeah, that guy has straight black hair that is just midnight. And he said, no, no, he is definitely salt and pepper. <laughs> hey, I, I like salt and pepper. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. I'm embracing it. You know, four kids, that's what happens. But my kids saved my life, though, both times. <sighs> Me too. I don't think we've it's ever one had those, this talk, though. It's one of those hard impacts that, that changes you, you know, like when, when my son, my son was born first. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mason William, and when uh, when they handed him to, I cut his umbilical cord and everything. When they handed him to me, 
uh, I felt like a superhero. You know, I'm yeah. a huge Batman fan, but I felt like Superman that day. I swear you could have shot me and it would have just bounced off and hit you. Okay. Like, I, I was so proud. I was like, that's my boy, you know, it's my son, you know, that's, that's, you know, and, and, and it, it was a, it was a high that I can't explain, you know what I mean? I can only, I mean, yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't put into words the feeling, the actual feeling, you know, I can just okay. say that I felt like a superhero. I felt like, like for those few moments holding him for the very first time, you know, that, you know, that, 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 that nothing, not a single thing in the world could have, could have taken me away from that moment. And, uh, and, and, and even when they would, they wanted to take him back to clean him off, right? They were like, <laughs> okay, we got to take him back. And I was like, why? I'm, 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 I'm all getting defensive. Why? It's my, my, that's my son. My son. You didn't make this. I made this. They were like, well, we got to clean him off and get him so all ready. And then did I'm, you know before Mason was born that you were having a son? Yes, I did. You did. Yes. How old were you when this happened? 24. Okay. See, I was 19 when my daughter was born. My first, we did not find out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We kept that a secret. Okay. Um, so my experience with the girl was totally different. So I want to know what your, what's your, what was your experience as a girl? We are with, not as a girl, with, with, with having a girl. So yeah, no, she changed my life. I mean, she, she saved my life. Really. She, she woke me up to understand that life was so much so much more than I had ever made it out to be. And there was so many more opportunities and there was so much more to everything other than myself and everything that I had ever been through or anything that I was doing that I thought was so important, which wasn't important at all. It put everything back into perspective. And I thought, I just want to be the best dad I can be. And, and I think because I was so young, I failed a lot and I didn't have a lot of opportunities, um, but we made the, the most of it and we made the best of it. I think that's every day. Cause I don't think nobody, well, I think that's well, some people I, plan. I, to I, have uh, well, and then I know, I know both of us grew up with not a strong father, like, Person right. in the, in yeah, the no household, dad. you know. I had no dad. My pops wasn't around for a long time. You know what I mean? He's in my life now, you know what I mean, consistently. And and uh and but yeah, he wasn't when I was younger. I didn't even I didn't even meet him for the first time until so, I was nine. So that was the revelation for me was holy like I I I couldn't understand how a dad wouldn't want to be involved in their child's right? life exactly at that moment i right? was like right like everything nothing else in the world matters yes. and then so her mom and i weren't married at the time we're married now and we had only been dating for like a year and a half or whatever and so it was like one of those things is like i saw her in a whole new light like that's amazing so that was so there was like two aspects of my oldest being born that was like earth shattering. Yeah. 
Oh, well, see, I, I had known my kids' mom since the third grade. That's crazy. And so, yeah, it's, and then, and so that was, you know, that's something very special. So, did you guys me. ever make like Valentine's for like each other, like probably, in fourth grade? And prob- be like... Probably, but nothing absurd. You know, we were just friends for the most part. And then, uh, and then we, we, you know, after, you know, high school, you know, we got more serious. Well, after high school. Yeah. Well, you know, we hung out in high, high school, but not exclusively. Okay. And then right after high school, you know, we got real serious. And, uh, but we'd always been, you know, we'd always stayed fairly close and in touch, you know, throughout the years. So what's your favorite aspect of being a dad? The difference between, well, there's, okay. I guess the difference between a boy and a girl. So like I said, with Mason, I, uh, I, I felt like a superhero when we had <laughs> Mila, I was expecting that same high of, 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 you know, of, being a superhero but when they handed me my daughter i broke down and i cried like a baby like i've never cried like that in all of my life that's what happened to me and uh and and and, and it was just you know it was one of those things where i felt like every every precious soft bit of me went into her you know what i mean and 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 i guess i kind of project that also into my kids somewhat too but you know i'm i'm very thankful that both my kids are are stubborn like me and so they they are who they are and and uh <laughs> and just do what they do uh your kids are cool man <laughs> i love it um no nah, man i didn't want to make this all about daddy talk so let's um let's take a quick break and we'll come back and uh the next segment is going to be a little bit of fun so so, um, stay tuned. Ty Verdez. They needed certain kinds of. Hey. <laughs> Perfect song for the moment. <laughs> you know. It's all right. <laughs> I think it was. You know? There you go. You ready for that again? Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, man. This guy, Ty Verdez, man. He's a cool cat. I like his music right now. So, um, I don't know. Let, let me artist? know. No, he's not local, but I don't know. I dig his vibe. So, <clears throat> he got another song that I dig. So, <clears throat> I think it's called uh, In the Middle. Uh, it's, it's a cool little jam, man. He makes little happy little sing along jams that, that I can get down to. So, um, so yeah, I thought that song would be a little appropriate for <laughs> for our session because here we are. We had a session. We're having a session. Whatever you know. Um, you know, we're just gonna get down like a couple bros from uh, from the South Sound. Get down. So you grew up. You were born in Seattle. Where were you born at? I was born Highline Hospital. Highline Hospital. Right in the heart of Birmingham. 
My kids were born there. I wasn't born there. Yeah. I'm a transplant. Did you know that? To what? I'm a transplant. I'm not from... I wasn't born here. Oh. Did you know that? I'm an alien? No. <laughs> I was born in Cali. Okay, yeah. That's easy. Yeah. I, I didn't think you were, I, I knew you were, I knew you were born in California, but I didn't know, I, you said alien, I was like, wait a minute, uh, yeah, no. Yeah. Both born, my kids were born in Swedish, they were born downtown. Okay, that's cool. That hospital is cool, the ladies in that maternity ward up there were cool. Really? Yeah. That's what's up. Um, that's why Gary Payton and all the Sonics had their kids there too. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, the, the one lady was like, "Oh yeah, Gary Payton." Or, or, or no, no, not Gary Payton. Excuse me. Uh, 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 Ray, 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 uh, Ray Allen or Rashard Ray Lewis. Allen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, I didn't have kids that long ago, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they could be older nurses. Uh, I'm just a Sonics fan. That's why I had to go. That's why that was the first word out of my mouth was Gary Payton. You are a Sonics fan. Oh, I love the Sonics. You're an everything Seattle fan. Oh, you know it, baby. You love it. I love my town. We still need work. Always. Got Always. Some, got some crazy times. Been going through right now, unfortunately. But you know what? Hey, what 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 you know what breaks us down only builds us up to be stronger. You know, we just we gotta we gotta That's find right. a way to, to come together and work through it. You know, the working class especially. You know, we need to get beyond our differences and, and, and work together so that we can, we can make things better for all of us that are, are down here, you know, making, making the, you know, cause Seattle's a, a very wealthy city, bro. And, yeah. and they got a lot of money. And the reason they got a lot of money is because of the working class Yeah, guys like you and me, you know, yeah. we create that wealth every day. Yeah. You know, it's a beautiful city. I love it. There's a lot wrong with it right now. There's a, uh... But there, there's a lot going right, and and I feel like that doesn't get highlighted a lot. But I mean, it's beautiful. We have the most beautiful city because we have four distinct seasons. Because we have we have areas where no matter no matter who you are, no matter what you are, no matter what your identity is, you can go to and feel like you're like you're welcome there. Yeah, we have that many community, different kinds of communities. You know what I mean? And we we that, do. We're a mixing. And, and it's, yeah, we're it's, we're it's a, a real melting pot. Yeah. Well, not even a melting pot because we're, we got, we're diverse. We're very diverse. We're yeah. very, very. And it's diverse. a beautiful thing, you know. Until a select few, you know, decide to ruin it. But you know, let's not focus on that. Like you said, you know, we're yeah, we're <laughs> we. I like I like it when Seattle comes I, together and, the, and does great things. You know what I mean? The problem with diversity is there's diversity in economic class. And when you've got diversity and economic class, you've got people who are going to be on the fringes who can't stay. Mm-hmm. And, well, and I don't and like I, we, we see a lot of growth. <laughs> we see a lot of growth in the city, and it's just pushing people out and further and further on the fringes. And it's, you know, it's it's it makes me sad. But the city is still alive. The city still has a heartbeat, and um, a lot of people would say it doesn't, but. It's still alive and kicking. It's still alive and cracking. I love my city. Doesn't matter what hey, when you when you when you love something, when you're passionate about something, it doesn't matter what it's going through. You still love it. You know what I mean? That's right. Hey, even even though, you know, I can, you know, being raised by a single mom, hey, it didn't matter what I was doing, how many mistakes I made, my mom always loved me. She always had my back. And so that's one thing that my my her and my grandmother taught me was when you love something, you love you love it through and through. It doesn't matter, 
how how great it is, how 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 terrible it is. When you love something, you love something, you know. Yeah. And I love my city, so you know. Hey, like I said, we need work, but we gonna get through it. We gonna get better. That's right. Speaking of loving your city, I don't even know. Like that just came up so organically. (laughs) (laughs) Did you Did you look at my notes that I have my back to? No. So I did have something I wanted to talk to you about. Since you're a local guy, you're a local cat, right? You've lived out here your whole life. Oh, yep. Born and raised. So you got to have some favorites. So I'm going to ask you these questions. I just want you, off the top of your head, just let me know what you think. Shoot. Okay. Favorite local seafood restaurant? Oh, man. Uh, Anthony's Home Port. Anthony's Home Port. Yeah. Okay. Des Moines. Uh, yes. Do they have other they have other locations, don't they? Yes, downtown Seattle, but I've always only eaten the one in Des Moines. Me too. And and and, and the only reason <laughs> I guess I would say that is because it, it was a it was a place where uh, I was first introduced to it by my father when I first kind of met him. Okay. And so uh, and and I learned about uh, you know some some very delicious seafood menu <laughs> items like raw oyster shooters. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. And, and so you know, hey. I and, and so yeah, that that that's something that has always uh, always been a favorite of mine. But I like all seafood restaurants, man. I, I miss okay. Skippers and Birian, homie. That's what I miss. <laughs> <laughs> that was the spot. That was a local spot. Fuck Starbucks. Shit, we got enough coffee drinking around. Oh man. Okay, are you a husky or a coog? I'm a husky. Throw a husky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, I like that. Quick on that one. Yes. Uh, who is your favorite Seahawk? Of all time of or all right time. now? Of, of all, all time. time. Of all time. Um, I guess this is going off because of, you know, uh, my uncle when I was younger. He was a big Steve Largent fan. Okay. And that's who I really like. That's why I remember watching a lot of Seahawks games yeah. with and rooting for because I had no idea of anything. I liked Joe Montana because my cousin liked Joe Montana, so I always liked him. Who didn't like and, Joe Montana? Yeah, and the then. 49ers, yeah. And then my uncle, who I looked up to tremendously, loved Steve Largent, was a diehard Seahawks fan. <laughs> so I was a diehard Seahawks fan, and I fucking love Steve Largent, even though back then, you know, I was so young. I really was, you know what I mean? Right. I just remembered, you know, see, because to me back then, I couldn't read none of the names of the jerseys or anything sure. like that. And so I was, you know, I didn't, and I didn't really understand the game because being raised by a single mom i couldn't play football because i was going to get hurt right yes and so uh yeah that one was that one really held me back <laughs> on, <laughs> on understanding the game so i just knew i was rooting for the the the, the blue team with the with the seahawk helmet and uh and i've been a diehard seattle fan for every sport ever since I love it. I love hey, it. even when we was losing man right. i remember watching so, their game when they were playing at husky stadium yes <laughs> <laughs> So you're a diehard Seattle sports fan. So who's your favorite all-time Sonic player? Gary Payton. Gary Payton. No hesitation. No hesitation. Um, only because I've met him and okay. uh, and uh, and I, you know, I uh, I watched him play through and through. I respect his game. I'm all about. Doesn't matter what sport you know we're talking. I'm all about the defensive game. You know what I mean. 
right and uh the defensive game and and the head game because that's you know that's really the the ultimate thing for all sports is, is getting in the head right yeah. you can get in somebody's head and and that was gary was a master of that you know what i mean absolutely but but, but you know there's there's a lot of names you know worth mentioning um but yeah gary payne probably my all-time all right okay growing up watching him and just you know it was, it was fun okay all-time favorite Seattle Mariner. Oh, Ken Griffey Jr. Ken Griffey baby, Jr. Come on. <laughs> I'm, an, I'm an 80s baby. I grew up in the 90s, so Gary Ping from, you know. Yep. And, you know, I mean, I guess some people would But, yeah, Griffey all the way, okay. man. He was he was the man. No love for A-Rod. Um, Edgar. I can appreciate. Oh, I love Edgar. Okay. I love Edgar. And I love Randy Johnson. Okay. Right? Um, and, 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 uh, and, and, uh, Dan Wilson. And I mean, I love that whole era, bro, but, but Griffey was the man. I, so I played outfield, right? Okay. You know, I had this one problem. I could throw really far and that was about it. So, uh, they just told me to just hang out in the outfield, catch that ball and throw her on down into the home plate. Cause that was go. about the only spot I could get it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite? Like if someone's like. Show me like the best view, and see, I've got a lot of different type of views. There's not just one type of view in Seattle, right? Like it, it, it's so diverse. But what's your like go to? Like somebody's like home from the airport. Like I've got one hour. What picture do you want me to have in my mind of of this area? Where do you take them? That's really tough. Um, well, uh, unless we're in a helicopter and I can just, <laughs> and I can just get them in the right spot. I'd have to say probably somewhere along Alki beach so that you can yes. try to capture the entire spread, okay. um, from stadium to space yeah. needle. Um, unfortunately that wouldn't, that still wouldn't do a ton of justice for, for all of that we have to offer. Um, but the drive to Alki is also a nice one too. So it you know, I was trying, yeah, I was trying, I, I was hitting you with a double whammy. Yes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, you know, it ain't my first time driving around the city. Uh, you know, <laughs> so well, there is we, a spot up above. Yes, up I, yeah, mm -hmm. that's and what I was talking. A, that's what I'm thinking. That's a good about, one because yeah. you can even see my Rainier, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, you're talking about uh, up top around by Suicide Bridge, right? Yes. Oh, you know? Yeah, see. <laughs> so right up there, it's a great lookout, and you can yeah. Do you see the whole yeah, that's thing? A good, that's a good mm -hmm. call. Mm -hmm. Now Seattle's so diverse. There's so many different views. There's so mm -hmm. many different shots of the city, or just not of the city, and just looking out over the Sound or um, Elliot Bay. Elliot Bay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, and, and 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 also not only that, but uh, just all over the state of Washington too. You know what I mean? There's oh, some. Man. There's some there's some cool spots, but yeah, if you uh, if you are in Seattle and you want to hit some cool spots, you know we got the troll, you know yes. we got you know, the Fremont troll. We got we got all sorts of little cool tiny dynamics that you would so never, what, that you would never see from an aerial perspective from a from a drive around <laughs> you know up and down a highway. So then, what's your guilty pleasure like <laughs> like uh, sightseer? Go see this or go experience this because that's one thing I got a lot as a Lyft driver. People were like, how do I like soak up Seattle? I'm here for the night. And it's like, well, it's we're very diverse. So Well, you know. so it depends. I mean, honestly, you need twenty four hours. Yeah. 
because to, to get the whole thing because i tell you to start off up at like snoqualmie falls okay. in the morning yeah. have some breakfast enjoy some peace and some nature make your way downtown real quick and check out you know the uh the far uh the uh, uh pike place market you yeah. know first thing in the morning yeah. fish flying hustling and bustling moving around yeah. things are doing then i'd tell you to go you know somewhere down to the heart of downtown and see the construction going on because there's there's always something being built yes. chet seattle's always forever changing yep. you know what i mean um and 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 uh, you know then i'd tell you to go hit up dicks and get yourself a good lunchtime you know one of a kind little quick cheeseburger and fry meal you know okay uh, no special order you know but you don't need it because it's that good that's right um uh and you know then you know go hit up a spot like fremont troll you know maybe go get you some dinner you know at, at any number of of you know one-of-a-kind locations or you know some fancier <laughs> you know places um let's see who would i i don't know who would you go to for a hardcore dinner meal oh for a dinner i guess oh um oh uh uh i can't think of the name right now japanese steakhouse used to be right down around the corner from louis vuitton come on come on help me out help me out oh man i can't even think you know what i'm talking about though right had all the pictures of all the fan of all the celebrities that had been there I don't even, I actually may not even know. <clears throat> they cooked everything right there in front of you. <clears throat> oh, I am so Benny, sorry to Benny, Benny Hannes. Thank yes. you. I am yes. so sorry, okay. Benny Hannes. Man, <laughs> I love that spot. I went okay. there, but yeah, that that's definitely your go-to for dinner, right? And and then for the nightlife, you go hit up Pioneer Square, baby. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, I, that, that's, that, that, that's your ultimate tour right there, you know, and then maybe go. Maybe go to Alki Beach on a, on a nice summer night and fall asleep on the beach. There you go. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Seattle in the background. Yeah. You got. You just did it big right there in 24 hours. Oh, as far as I'm concerned. No, you you can definitely you can definitely soak in the entire feel of the city. <laughs> and actually, I've done that for people. I've actually given people basically that exact tour yeah. where we hit every single neighborhood and we just do this big like horseshoe yeah. and we, we end in West Seattle. They're like Queen Anne's got some historical, like, like some of the first houses yeah. built in Seattle too. Yeah. You know, shout we out, would do a shout little, out to Queen Anne. Oh, Queen Anne's beautiful. <laughs> it's got some great shots of the city. Yeah. You can really soak it in. Um, da, 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 da. Shout out to the Seahawks. Got a game coming up. Oh, we do got a game coming up. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Big game. Is it a morning? Is it an I don't know. Game? I don't oh, know. Oh, man. I don't know. Oh, shoot. I didn't even. I don't know. Oh, I'm so I just know that. we got a game tomorrow. That's all that matters to me. <laughs> Go on, baby. We're going to light it up. We're on a tear right now. So. Yeah. So I'm pumped for that, man. Metcalf's doing dirt. Yes. This is the way. <laughs> <laughs> he is the way. He is plowing the way. It's crazy. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. Um, what else we want to talk about, bro? Anything? How about the Kraken? Let's talk about how good they're gonna be. Oh, the Kraken. Let's let's, let's, let's oh. talk about reliving history uh, and, and bringing home a Stanley Cup, like like the uh, like the. Uh, now we've had a Stanley Cup. Is yeah, that right. Mm-hmm. We were the one. Of, we were the the first uh, American team to to win it. 
That's right. And who won it? That was the uh, Seattle Metropolitans. The Metropolitans. They called them the. I believe they were nick. Some of them were nicknamed like the Tin Men or something like that. Really? I think. I think huh. I, that may have been a rumor, but I, I thought I thought there was something about Tin Men or something, and I think it all became a much Seattle Metropolitan or something oh, like okay. that. They, they were the ones that won it were the Tin Men or whatever. But yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, legends, that, yeah. Leg- legends of yeah. the city. First, is, first American team to win to win yeah. the to win the Stanley Cup. You well, know? That's a so, fact. Yeah, definitely it's a fact. Yeah, definitely. I know that. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and 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 correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't the team names always engraved onto the cup? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so that's got to be on, on there. there. So let's, it's on there. You know, yeah. yeah I, I, I'm, I'm all about. I'm I'm all about getting Seattle's name on that joint twice. Yeah. <laughs> bring it on. Yeah. Bring it on. I mean, we got those uh, minor league. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, the Thunderbird, yeah, um, and they're they're great. Mm-hmm. Up in Everett, we've got the uh, Silver Tips, yeah, mm-hmm. and they do a good job. Yep. Good we got the Seattle Storm constantly bringing it home. You oh, know what I mean? Man, shout out to my ladies. Yes, yes love those them. Ladies are you on know? fire. Unfortunately, uh, uh, somebody stole the, uh, the the NBA one we got, but you know we'll we'll, we'll get one back eventually. The Sonics will return. You know. And and the Mariners, you know, we're we gonna get one. We're gonna get one. We man, gonna I hope one. so. We're gonna get one. That's that we're gonna one, get man. one. No, we're gonna get one. Hope. It ain't that tough, bro. Uh, we're gonna get one. We just ain't we just ain't had it yet. We just ain't had it yet. We well, we had it. We, I don't know what we did with it when the nineties. We should have done something with it in the nineties, but let's not get on that one, okay? I don't want to talk about that. That's gonna hurt my feelings. So so uh anyway. <laughs> The Mariners are going to get one because nobody ever thought that, that the Seahawks was going to get one, and we got one. Yeah. And and look, and we've been potential potential getting ones ever since. It would be nice so, just to be in the playoffs hey, again. Hey, Seattle's like yeah, well, Pringles, I'll, I'll bro. Take, Once you pop, the fun don't stop. I'll take We're a coming post, for more. I'll take a postseason. That uh, you know, we can start small if we have to. No, that would be nice. No, we're gonna do big. Just all the way. Bam, bam, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Are you calling it? What um, year? 2021? Huh? Whatever year it needs to be. You know what I mean? <laughs> when it happens, it happens. Yeah, when it happens, it happens. Oh, hey, and man. it's going to happen when it needs to happen, you know? Okay. Hey, I mean, think about it. When when the Seahawks won it, you know what I mean? We needed something great in Seattle, and that happened. You, you know sure what did. I mean? You did know? you go to the parade? Huh? I did not. Oh. I was too busy building America, you know? <laughs> Honestly, that's got nothing to do with it. I'm just, I like money. You Were you in I mean? the city? Uh, yes, I was. Could you see it? Oh yeah, I left early so that okay. way I didn't get stuck in traffic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I watched it. it uh, you know, yeah, it was crazy, it and, was and, and 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 I was happy for everybody that was there and experienced it, and I was happy for the players that that uh, earned it and worked hard for it, and uh, and I was grateful to get off early that day. So hey, you know what? Everybody won. Everybody won. I was with my buddy, and he had <coughs> a Seahawks flag. And I think it was a, a 12th man flag, um, actually. And he had it, like, attached to, like, a mop or a broomstick. And he was, like, waving it. <coughs> and when one of the Ducks rolled by, Russell Wilson, where they had Russell Wilson on it, Russell Wilson reached down and grabbed the flag from my buddy and started flying it. And we started walking along, like, yeah, yeah, thinking he's going to toss it back down to us. And he didn't. No. Later on, we saw like on the news, or I don't know if it was on the newspaper, but Russell Wilson's walking into the stadium waving the same flag, and we could tell because it's got the broom, the broomstick on it. It's the same flag, dude. It's freaking hilarious, man. Awesome. Oh, we were there. 
we froze because it was like it was like twenty something degrees, twenty four degrees. I don't know. That was fun. <laughs> that was a fun time. Only memorable moment I have in Seattle history is a sad one. The sad one? The day that we demoed the kingdom. Ah. Oh. You were there. You saw I, it. I was on the hillside, man. I watched okay. the whole thing. I watched the lights go and everything. And, and it's crazy because uh, as a, I don't know, let's see, what year was that? I want to say I was somewhere between like 10 and 12. Okay. But it, it was sad, bro. It was so yeah. sad for me because, I mean, I went to Mon- my first Monster Jam was there. My first Mariners <laughs> game was there. My first Seahawks game was there. Um uh, and I and 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 it's funny because every single experience I ever had there was never anything but fantastic and spectacular and and uh, and uh, it was just it was a cool place to be and it was a part of I mean it was it was funny because it was the Sonics didn't play there but yeah it was on their logo right you know what I mean that's how much of a part of it of of, of us is that it was you know you you would drive didn't matter if you drive drove five oh nine to to the to first ab you know or you know or if you drove i5 you know what i mean yeah. it was like hey look that's kingdom it was dumb it's dumb you know what i mean and 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 what was even cooler is if you turn around and drove south you see another one yeah you know what i mean hey you know shout out to, to tacoma to tacoma dome and i love it actually i drive by it every day and it's kind of cool. It's it's old school. I know it's small and it, yeah. it is. What I it never is, appreciated it for what it was until we lost the kingdom, and then and then every time I saw it after that, I was like, Yeah, at least you're still here. It's nice to have it. Tacoma's yeah. actually really the nice little place. brother. That's that's little yeah. brother. That's I, little brother. <laughs> I never I never liked being in Seattle. Cause I never liked Tacoma. I never wanted to come here. I never want. I figured if you were taking the time to leave Seattle to drive to Tacoma, you might as well just go to Portland. Like, no way. Why not? Get out of here. Because you don't need to go. You don't need to go to Tacoma. If you do that, you might as well just leave. That was that was my own personal take. That's how much I hated Tacoma. No, because... And now I, now I moved here. And it's, it's you know, it's... I, I dig Tacoma so much. Like, it reminds me of what Seattle was when I was growing up. You know, it's, it's, it's a little gritty. It's uh, it's blue collar. It's hardworking. Um, everybody's real neighborly. Um, I like it. It's got a good pace to it, and uh, and I'm glad I'm glad to be down here. Um, and I work in Seattle, so I still get to be in the old hood. <laughs> well, I think Tacoma. I just I mean, as far as all far back memories, I always think of Piaf Fair. Okay. You know, when when you was when you was heading towards Tacoma, you was heading towards the Puyallup Fair every time. You know what I mean? That's and true. So, you know, as a kid, you know they called it the Puyallup Fair, but in your mind, you was always like, I don't know what everybody talking about Puyallup because every time we get on I five, that sign says Tacoma. Because <laughs> <laughs> right. once I learned how to read, I read everything, and so they said Puyallup Fair, but we for some reason we was always on the road that said heading towards Beaver Towns. Yeah. Come on, that's right. <laughs> And uh, and and then you know, in my older age, you know, Tacoma has its own wonderful sites and 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 historical things too. You know, uh, I actually my grandmother was a uh, 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 and grandfather were into rocks and and uh, geology, I guess, uh, things of that nature. And so I have a bag of uh, small uh, copper pieces that they found 
near the old smelter in Tacoma. Oh, really? Yeah, which was also very funny and significant because I found those just, you know, maybe I, I got them maybe a year after I worked on a project where we had to wear these uh, suits because of the contamination from the smelter. So yeah. we were actually working on correcting some of that. And some, yeah. some of the soil was, was high contaminant levels. So we had to wear these suits. And uh, uh, yeah, it was crazy because uh, um, I, I had some stuff from that smelter. And then I also happened to be working on the job. You know what I mean? So it was like, it was like, it was like full circle. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and so, you so know, those rocks you have are contaminated. Oh, I don't know. They're they're, just, they're not rocks. They're pieces of uh, copper. Pieces of copper from the smelter. From oh, okay. it was a, like a copper place or something. I imagine, that they had back then. Still might be contaminated. Maybe that's all right. I like old school stuff. You do like old school stuff. Mm -hmm. You gave me a picture recently of old uh, school stuff. Yeah, it was a picture of. Uh, June 1981, before I was even born. <laughs> before I was born also, thank you very much. <laughs> Two years before. It's pretty cool, man. It's, it's a picture of the um, of the kingdom, basically, an I-5. You can see both I-5 North and South. Yeah, and you can see gray between cars, long stretches of gray yeah. between cars. There's hardly any cars on the freeway. Yeah. So, and, and it's and it's middle of day, you can tell by the by the lighting. Yeah. It's a great photo. I thank you for that. Right. Love, love, uh, love talking Seattle. Love, love talking to the local cats. You know, it's always good. Gotta have love for your town, for your city. You yes, know? sir. You know that. It. That's what. That's what the whole sports thing is all about. <laughs> representing the city. You know that's why. That's why we got some of the best fans around. Heck yeah, I think we do. Uh huh. Because you got a lot of people like me that even though we ain't had the Sonic since what. 2006, 2005. Yeah, uh, we still got diehard fans. Yeah, you know what I mean. Hey, yeah. hey. not not me. I, I, I you, became, you know what I, you, you know what you know what I became a Trailblazer fan. Okay, but you know what OKC stands for? Uh, Originally King County. Nice, nice. That's true. That is that. That's a fact. You can change the name. You can change the place. You can change it all, but that. That, that that that's our team that was taken from us. See, I don't, is, we we didn't. The fans didn't give up their team. It no, was taken. It was taken. We were robbed. Yeah, it still hits home mm -hmm. for a lot of people. A lot of people are still angry, still bitter. But we're gonna get a team. It's coming. And when we do, just wait to get that arena. NBA is gonna be sorry. Yep. They gonna be sorry it. they ever messed with <laughs> Seattle, baby. Sonic's coming back. Yeah, because when it. we come, we're gonna come for, 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 for all of it. We're taking it all. That's right. We're gonna hit the NHL so hard they're gonna love us. <laughs> and we're coming for you next, NBA. That's Watch right. out. Hell yeah, man. Go Hawks. Go, go Mariners. Hawks. Go Mariners. Go Kraken. Kraken, what's Kraken? Go Thunderbirds. Oh, all Rainiers. of them. Everybody. Huskies. Storm, Cougs. You can say that. I'm uh, trying to be. I'll, I'll give it up for Gonzaga Bulldogs. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. That's been Justin. I've been Joe. Peace. Peace.